Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our coming soon and news segment, where we're going to cover some of the movies that are coming out soon in the next couple of days or so, and then maybe talk about some news, some new things happening in the movie sure. slash entertainment industry. Why not? Mainly the movie <laughs> industry, whatever. Sure thing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> with me, I have Mr... Joel Cunningham. Joel Cunningham. Hey. I found out what you were going to say and I said it. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I'm doing good. I'm tired. We talked about this. Yes. I'm exhausted. Have a uh, crackle bar or a peanut butter cup. I think we ate all the crackles. You you ate all the crackles. I think I ate all... I, I had one crackle, Matt. I had 14 peanut butter cups. Can I give you a kiss, Matt? No, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. So um, we got a, a couple of things. Uh, I know last week we really only talked about one Yeah, we only release. had really one good wide release that we knew of. There was been a couple... I mean, Case for Christ is doing pretty good. Yeah. And then I ended up talking about Gifted. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I saw that. So this week, uh, we got three movies going into wide release. We have um, Free Fire, Unforgettable, and The Promise. So I yes. want to talk about uh first one, and this is probably, out of those three, the highest on our most anticipated, I would say. I would agree. Um, yeah. We both watched the trailer and we're like, I want to see that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of us have to go see one of these <laughs> other ones, at least. And that's and that's Free Fire. I would say that's probably highest on our list. And yeah. Just to kind of... I will say, not to throw this card out here, but, you know, for our second film, Unforgettable, you know, you it's more of an action suspense. I've already forgot scary. about it. Uh, I already forgot about but it. But you're more of a thriller guy, so... Thrill- this does not look like a thriller. <laughs> Matt, I brought candies. You have to go see those. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so let's talk, about, let's talk about Free Fire then, okay? So we All have... Right. Uh, it's set in Boston, 1978, so we got a period piece here. Uh, mm-hmm. A meeting in a deserted warehouse between two gangs turns into a shootout and a game of survival, uh, directed by Ben Wheatley, and um, stars a couple people that we know, Ezio Cliente, Sam Riley, Michael Smiley, Brie Larson, Killian Murphy, Army Hammer, Charlto Copley, and um, a lot of cool people, actually. Um, I really love Charles too. I like, mm-hmm. even though I didn't like the last couple of Neil Bloomkamp movies. Yeah, I liked. I like Charles too a lot. Yeah, uh, I really. He's like a great him. actor in everything I've seen him in. I yes. haven't liked all of his movies. Right. Either. Yes. Um, but the first time I ever saw him was in was in District Nine. I love District. Amazing 9. film. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, it's great that he's in there. I love Killian Murphy too. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's obviously got his ties to the the Nolan universe because Nolan always calls on him to play you know characters in his yeah. movies. Yeah. He's in Dunkirk, I think, coming up too. Yep. Um, and then and then we have Brie Larson, uh, probably the main person who's going to be Captain Marvel yep. for the new Marvel. She's kind of up and up and coming her. Yeah. Uh, I first time I saw King her Kong. was in Room and mm. that movie was just so fantastic. It mm. wrecked me. It was amazing, but it was again it was one of those Oscar movies that was wonderful, but I'll never watch again just because the content was so dang heavy. I gotcha. But it was really good. What you need to do is you watch Room and then you go back and you watch The Room. No, not the room. You're tearing me apart, <laughs> Matthew. Hi, Karen. <laughs> oh, hi, Ma. Yeah. Oh, hi, Matt. Oh, okay, it's Mark. I don't know why I said Karen. <laughs> it's all right. That's dumb. Anyway. Yeah. So um, with with this movie, it, it, it's one of those films that takes place in one centralized location. Mm-hmm. And those movies can be hit or miss. Very much so. You know, um, yeah. and, and 
it, I think it really just depends on the perspective of the person seeing it. Yeah. Um, specifically, the did you ever see the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds? No. Okay. I know the, I know the one you're talking about where he's stuck in the coffin. Right. So that one works out. for me because I, I was going to have a heart attack through that the whole movie because it's like <laughs> one of my worst fears ever. Yeah. And then, um, and then you have other movies. Uh, just funny because Ryan Reynolds has died in one way that you find the most terrifying ever, and then another movie died in a way that I find the most terrifying. Right. <laughs> so it's like we're both. He's just getting us both ways. Space octopus. Yeah, there you go. That's all we have to say about that. That's all we have to say about that. But anyway, yeah. Free Fire. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this. I mean, obviously we have these three movies. This mm-hmm. was the most thing. I'm not super, you know, over the moon excited for, it, but I am excited to check it out. The trailer looked quirky enough. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Copley in there just kind of say some of the stuff and some of the humor, it's kind of dark, but it looks like just enough. Like sounds like someone's like, go ahead and run. Yeah. They're not going to shoot you. <laughs> and yeah. then the first thing she gets shot in the leg. Yeah. And then, and then she, she was like, what are you talking about? And they like, just out of retribution, not trying just, to kill him, shoots him in the leg. Yeah. You know? Just to get him back. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that kind of stuff. I was like, that's, this can, this might be kind of a fun These movie. These can work. And I, I, I mean, Reservoir Dogs, famous classic movie. I think another one by Quentin Tarantino, just to stick with that trend, Hateful Eight which pretty yeah. much all takes place in a cabin. So right. I, movies like that can be very good and very effective. It really, really, really 100% comes down to the characters. Right. Because you've got to have interesting enough characters in the environment that it makes you want to see like who lives, who dies, and where they go. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I, I think they've got a great cast to do this with. I think um, if there's anybody currently that I would think that they could put in this film, these are definitely some good picks. I think the ones you named in particular are very strong names uh, for this film yeah. to deal with. So I'm not sure how the others will do, but I think when they're surrounded by these others, probably make up for a lot if they don't do even a very good job. But I'm excited for it. It's getting some really good um, response rates on IMDb, probably the highest of the other two movies that we're going to be yeah. going for. It's got like yeah. a 79% on the Rotten Tomatoes score right now. Um, I will say as well, I'm such a big fan of Charlto that I'll pretty much just give a look-see to pretty yeah. much whatever I see him in. Yep. Because I think he he earned so many good points with District 9 for me. And then yeah. I've just been, I've been really frustrated because I'm like waiting to see that good movie, sequ- not sequel, but like good movie that he's in after that. And I just haven't seen it yet. He's great in everything. You know? I even liked him uh, in the, as Murdoch in the new iteration of the A-Team. I thought he was just enough, see, enough, I didn't w- see it. enough like wacko. Yeah, I remember Elysium. I yeah. thought that was a horrible movie, but he was good in it. I think he was good in Maleficent, but I didn't like Maleficent. Um, I didn't see Chappie. I don't know how Chappie was. But. Well, he was good in Chappie, but he was it was just his voice, basically. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I haven't seen it. I didn't know what role he was in even. So is he Chappie? Yeah. He's Chappie. There you go. That's why. I'm Chappie? <laughs> I'm Chappie. There you go. Cool. So I'm looking forward to this one, though. We'll have to rock. Maybe we'll both go see this one, and then we'll have to- What's your excitement level? Um, I'm actually putting it pretty high. I'd say I'm actually close to like an 8 out of 10 on this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I would go same same thing on that. Um, but yeah, Free Fire. Check it out if you're into that sort of thing. Check out the trailer if you haven't, just to kind of get a feel. <laughs> Definitely sure. not going to be for kids. For sure. Um, but yeah, this this other movie that we're going to talk about is Unforgettable, and I've already forgotten about it. Let's move on. <laughs> no, we need to talk about it a little bit. Come okay. <laughs> just really briefly. I mean, it, it, so this is a, it's a film, it, this is the synopsis. A woman sets out to make life hell for her ex-husband's new wife. Yep. Yep. There you go. It stars Rosario Dawson, Catherine Heigl, and uh, Geoff Stoltz, which- it's Jeff. Jeff Stoltz. There you go. <laughs> You always correct me on those. You nail me on Gioff. them. Gioff. I feel like you and I know different how to pronounce different names at different times. Gioff Stultz. Um, I do obviously know Rosario Dawson and Catherine Heigl. Rosario, I think she can be an okay actress at times. 
I haven't seen her anything that I've just been like blown away from. She's I mean, better than this, man. Yeah. I, I don't know why she did this. She's way better than this. Yeah, I mean, uh, Catherine Heigl, Heigl I, she hasn't been anything good in a really long time. Right. I mean, she plays this. I feel like this could be a good role for her, to be honest, but I don't feel like the film itself is going to be very good. I can see her as this uptight, you know, mentally unstable, you know, that's exactly what Woman, she is, yeah. But I mean, like, I, I just the film itself just has no yeah. semblance of interest for me. I mean, it felt like they were manipulating elements of the film in the trailer to try and make them look scarier or more intense or more interesting than they probably were. Right. You know what I mean? They have like the one scene where like the guy's like breaking into the house and she's like screaming like, oh my gosh. And it's like, yeah. he's just, I mean, it's scary. Don't get me wrong. But right. like in the, the movie world, like that's like the least scary thing that he would just... You know, and they've done this type of idea so often in the past, which is like, you know, the jilted lover of, you know, the fiance or the the husband or, you know, somebody cheated on somebody and now their their ex the person yeah. they cheated with is now coming to, you know, reap vengeance or I something. think in that movie with Idris Elba, Beyonce and yeah. uh, Ali Larder. Yeah, there you go. I don't remember what that was called, but it's either. it reminds me a lot like that. There was yeah. another one that came out, it was called like it was called like Rockabye Baby. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah. There's been a bazillion different types this, of films this, like this. Uh, this. This is a tried and true type type story, and so I don't think you're going to get anything in the, from everything that it's looking like. You know, they've got an embargo right now on the reviews on Tomato Meter, and so it's looking like yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, the, that sign as well. Yeah. So again, typically, if a studio puts an embargo on a review for a movie this yeah. close to the release date, yeah. it's not a good sign, people. Not really. Uh, for the most part, there are exceptions, but for the most part, it's not a good sign. Uh, this just looks like um, uh, something you catch on like a soap opera in the middle of the day. Yeah, that's, I could see that. Um, it's like a a lifetime movie, a movie version of a soap opera episode. Or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have I have zero interest in this thing. Yeah. Um, There's nothing about it that really intrigues me. I don't really feel like any of the characters have anything to them. There's like, I have to see Catherine Heigl play right. this unstable. I have to see Rosario Dawson beat down Catherine Heigl. You know. Yeah. There's there's nothing interesting about this. Yeah. I mean, I, I I do think Rosario Dawson could be better. She's in the light, limelight right now with this uh, the Marvel Netflix mm-hmm. TV series. She's doing a lot of stuff there. Um, and I think she's good for the yeah. most part in that stuff. But I, I don't I don't know what happened with this. And maybe she just this is all she has time for outside of the Marvel universe right Possible. now. Possible. Yeah. Um but uh if if I can't go any lower than a one on the one to <laughs> tail, ten scale, I go with a one. I yeah. would go with zero, but I would gotta go with a, a one, I guess. As far as like anticipation and excitement yeah. for it, yep. yeah, I'd I'd probably about a one, one point <laughs> five. I mean Ooh. Oh yeah, one point five. Point five. I mean it's got you know, just in the sense that it's got like some action that might be suspenseful. <laughs> That's it though. There's like nothing yeah, else. There's nothing else for me, man. I, yeah. I don't, I, I saw this uh, trailer in the theater with a friend of mine. Oh, we saw it for, uh, we saw this a while ago. It was for Get yeah. Out. We went yeah. to go see this. Yeah. And um, I was like, I was like, oh, this looks awful. This is like yeah. 30 seconds into the trailer. They're promoting it like nobody's business. I mean, they're putting it up in all the movies. I've seen a lot of different previews. I've seen stuff on YouTube. I, I mean, it's pretty surprising how much they're putting into the P&A and the marketing uh, for this. I think, I, you know, I'd be curious to see what the money is like after this weekend, see what the box office report is. But yeah, yeah, uh, very little interest on this. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so um, the, well, I, for, I forgot what we just talked about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unforgettable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got me. Anyways, so uh, this next one um, is, is that we're going to talk about. It's called The Promise. It is not... 
I don't know. I think <laughs> it maybe <is> not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no she can't. <laughs> I will say that it's not getting very good reviews on on uh, no. on IMDb or sorry, uh, Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. The only thing that really excites me about this one so far is Christian Bale's facial hair. I mean, he's rocking it with that like goatee beard thing he's got going on there. Right. Have you seen that? He reminds me of uh, his character <laughs> in The Prestige a little bit, actually. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. The how okay, do you do it? So how do you do it? This this movie stars Poe Dameron. Oh, sorry, Oscar Isaac. There you go. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's set during the last days of the Ottoman Empire. The promise follows a love triangle between Michael, a brilliant medical student, and the beautiful and sophisticated. Anna mm-hmm. and Chris, a renowned American journalist based in Paris, um, and directed by Terry George. Obviously, starts Christian Bale, Oscar Isaac. Uh, <laughs> go for it! Here we go. Sure, yeah. Agadah. This is where this is payback. This is payback. Sure, but you're not correcting me. <laughs> no, I could try to. Sure. Agadaskalu. There you go. I don't know. There's Good no, enough. No, there's Ag- a silent R in there Ag-dash-lu. Sure. Sure. Yep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. Anyways, so um I this is kind of a weird way of tying this in, but I got I'm on a I'm watching um Oh well and, and also Charlotte Lebon, who's Anna. Okay. Yeah. And the I've been watching uh some TV on Hulu, which I have a thirty day trial for right now. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to get everything in. Right. Like watch it but, all now. But for some reason i I don't know why, but it, it has the trial is on a uh, where the commercials are in it, mm-hmm. and every other commercial is the promise. That's a wicked bad trail. That's a wicked bad uh, trial membership if they still give you the commercials. Right. That's well, there's like if it's like the eight bucks a month yeah. plan, it's with commercials. Eleven dollars or twelve bucks is without commercials. Oh wow! And this one. It's every like every time they do a commercial break, and it's like five times through an episode of something, and it's just like. I'm so tired of seeing The Promise. Yes, I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's awesome. He was amazing in Star Wars. I loved him in Ex Machina. Yeah. But I... Um, I loved him in that too. I, this one doesn't have anything that would appeal to me, but it might be more of a certain kind of audience that's really into the romantic dramas. Right. Like the time period romantic drama type movie. But I would say even for that audience, maybe, and at least in my perspective, this comes across as being very melodramatic. Right. And also the the look of it just looks a little silly. It just feels a little weird to me. Okay. You know, I, when I watch it, it just, it feels so over the top, which is part of the melodrama. You know, the melodrama is like these super high heights of emotion and, oh, you know, I can't believe you did that or you're not there for me. But also there's just nothing about the story that really seems to be of interest. Like what is, what am I latching onto here? Right. With any of these characters, with any of these things. I, I, it's it's literally just like, well, if I want to go see a romantic movie with some characters, some people that I think are attractive. Well, one thing <laughs> I know? think is interesting in this is that in this synopsis that's being uh, presented on the uh, IMDb page, it, it's not even addressing one of the things that I thought was more interesting about the trailers they keep showing me on Hulu every 30 seconds. And yeah. that's, it, there's, there's this cover up of this Armenian like, genocide or something like that yeah um and that's not even really touched on like that's right. that's the thing that i'm more interested in than this love triangle <laughs> yeah you know yeah um and it 
It reminds me, I know it's not really the same, but it reminds me of Pearl Harbor uh-huh. where they spent so much time on the love triangle as opposed to the actual content of what was happening. And that's right. just a Michael Bay thing. Right. I was does. actually going to mention the Pearl Harbor love triangle thing. Right. So yeah. it, it's... Which is like if they had previewed the Pearl Harbor movie and showed just the love triangle aspects of, right. I'm sure a lot of people would have been like, why? I don't want to go see a love triangle movie about you know, that happened during Pearl Harbor. Right. You know, and I, I think it's the same thing with this movie. Like, I don't, if it was more, if there was more interest in areas of like the, yeah, the Armenian genocide, genocide or what's going on with the world and the environment and what's the suffering, like instead right. of just why are these people not together? Right. You know, I, exactly. I don't really care about that too much. But again, there's going to be people out there that that's their cup of tea, that's their bag. That's like, I love the fact that this is a love triangle and <laughs> who's going to end up with whom. And so, yeah, I mean, and I'm not going to attack you for it. I just, I'm not, it's not my big, not my big interest. I see this coming in a little higher um, for uh, higher than unforgettable. I would agree. Um, yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it actually is open for uh, reviews right now and getting some ratings. It's not high. Nope. It's at a 35% right now in Rotten Tomatoes. Which is not a good sign. Nope. But it's still a little early, and um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, or we won't see. I or don't we know. won't see. Uh, one of us is going to have to see something, you know, so. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure out a good system for we'll this. We'll have to figure out who, who draws a short straw um, yeah. uh, in these situations. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, The Promise. Check out the trailer if you haven't seen it. If you have Hulu. Your, wait, excitement. Any excitement? Ooh. Let's go. Two point five. Two point five. Wow. Yeah. All right. I tell you, because Oscar is... Isaac, Christian Bale too. There's a there's a scene where he yells in Christian Bale. It sounds like it sounds like a yell that he does in all those Batman movies. Oh and really? I, and I was like, that could just be taken audio from straight from. One I thought of the you were gonna movies. go the opposite direction and talk about it being a yell like in the Mummy with Tom Cruise and everybody's making fun of his weird yell. Oh in no. The mummy but I did see a new trailer in the Mummy. In yeah. The mummy where they use that same and they yell. They move it. They move it to yeah. a different scene. When he's I was getting like, surrounded by like the the rats or yeah. something, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> that was just a miss. I'm, we're going to coldly sidetrack here, but like that new trailer made it look even worse. I feel like they, they missed it even more so with me because at least the first trailer had some intrigue and some suspense, whereas the second trailer, like literally the suspenseful elements are treated more as like just kind of silly. The new trailer I liked more. Really? This is, this is where okay. we differ. I really liked it. I thought it was creepy as heck too. Yeah, I didn't think I was like, creepy. I was like, I was like, ooh. There's ugh. like that part, you know the part where he's like dead, but he's not dead yeah. and he's like in the morgue and he hops up and yeah. it's like in the original trailer it was really suspenseful because it's kind of quiet. I think maybe there's like a pad or something right. and then it's just, you know, yep. and he just jumps up. Where in this new one, they're like playing music over, music over yeah. top of it, but they still kept that sound effect. There. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like he jumps up, but it's like, you know, I think it's a problem with trailer cut team. Well, the sound design. Right. Really I think, I think, trailer, I think but... the, the, tra- I, I like this new one because it's just a little bit, they showed a little bit more and it does look like it's a little creepier. Um, I was more intrigued, I think. And now it's just looking very like, okay, very standard, like guy and girl fall upon this mummy thing. And you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm still super optimistic about that movie, but the promise, if you haven't seen the trailer, Watch it, check it out, see if it's something you want to do. Hulu, if you have Hulu, you've probably already seen the trailer for The Promise 1,700 times. Um, if if you have the option to get out of the Hulu, uh, $8 to get to the 12 so you don't have to watch the trailers and go for it. Yeah, maybe send Matt some login info. Right, so yeah, hey, send me your login information. <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor us to have that high-end <laughs> Hulu subscription, right. we would very much appreciate it. That would be it. awesome. Yeah. But that wraps up our opening this week segment. 
Um, which which brings us to the news segment, and there's really only one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, we, um, well, not we, but just the, the general us, yeah, the corporate, the corporate we, as the world, yeah, the world. Um, got we to world. have um, all the news and wonderful things that come out of Star Wars Celebration, which yes. Star Wars Celebration is something that I've wanted to experience myself for the last couple mm-hmm. of years, uh, but I've never had that fortunate enough. And I had badges. This, I had the access to go. I just couldn't make it down. It's in. It was in Orlando. I know. It's just kind of a long way. That, away. I know? know. So I. Uh, uh, it's like a, it's like Comic Con, but yeah. just specifically for Star Wars related right. things. They do a ton of signings, and they reveal a bunch of information about right. the productions, and, and yeah, exactly. Now, more recently, since Star Wars has kind of kicked into full gear, as of recently, starting with The Force Awakens, we get this is where we get a lot of big announcements about future films. So we get a lot of big um, reveals as to new plans, directions they want to go with things. I'm kind of a big Star Wars nerd. I started reading all of the Star Wars novels, as, you know, as much as I can. I watched Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, they announced that Star Wars Rebels um, is going to be wrapping up with its fourth season that comes out this fall. Yep. Um, and then um, they have like the Battlefront Two for the video game. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to be uh, there's going to be a single player campaign. Yes, I heard that. Which is a huge step up because that was a big critique about the first one. Right, just which, the multiplayer type. Right. Of exactly. Um, which is great. Uh, I think it's great they're doing that. Um, one of the new books that they have coming out is actually tied into that. And I think what's really cool is one of the books I've read is called Lost Stars. It's all from the Empire's perspective mm-hmm. and how not everybody who's in the Empire is actually a bad guy. They actually think they're doing and fighting for a right. good cause. We saw that in the last movie, Rogue One. Right. Yeah. So you see that, but you also see that in the book There's Lost Stars. They make they have good they have rationale for being a part of this bad thing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the route that they're going with um, that the new video game, the right. the Battlefront 2. So it's looking like what you're talking about is they're going more towards that gray Jedi type idea. Right, but about? minus yeah. the Jedi for right. the Battlefront. So, yeah. um, but with that, it's it's kind of exciting. But I think the big piece, they had a really nice 40th anniversary celebration too, which is really cool. The mm-hmm. Harrison Ford made his first Star Wars celebration ever. Right. He showed up there. We had George Lucas, Mark Hamill, obviously, and they did this really nice touching tribute for uh, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Um, John Williams was there to this cool little concert at the end of that thing. But the big thing for that was making headlines was all of the, the last Jedi mm-hmm. stuff. They released a teaser trailer. Yep. Um, cause it's still not in that full trailer territory. Um, they released that and they released a really, really sweet poster for it. Um, the poster as well. is really cool. I do really like the poster. Yes. It's yeah. really, really cool. Uh, so that was the main thing I want to talk about was the last Jedi trailer. Okay. Uh, the panel was really cool. Um, they had Josh Gad actually do the interviewing, which I thought was really interesting. They opened it up with his like viral videos where he's trying to like grill Daisy Ridley for the information about the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's pretty comical. Yeah. Um, he, he did a really, really great job. Uh, Ryan Johnson. I love hearing that guy talk. He's just so like, just like kind of like just this really humble, like mm-hmm. kind of like sweet guy, you know? Yeah. And, and he's, I don't know. It's really, really cool. And it's funny watching him do that, seeing the content as like Looper, mm-hmm. you know, which is a really dark movie. Yeah. And, you know, just the way he talks, you know, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, I, I will say this and I, I, the, the trailer is getting, a lot of people really like the trailer and I think you and I might actually be on the same page on this a little bit. Yeah, I man. probably liked it a little bit more, but um, I, I liked the trailer, Yeah. but I felt like it was missing one last like, wow, or like, oh my gosh, moment. Yeah. that We are on the same page similarly. I think you did like it probably a little more than I did. Yes. I think on a scale, like we're doing the ranking thing of like one to 10, I put it like a close to an eight out of 10. Okay. 
like maybe like right at an eight out of ten. I might 10. be an eight point five. Yeah, I the only reason I really felt that way is because it didn't really offer me anything that I needed to, that I really felt like I was left. It, it it didn't like excite me for anything specifically about the story. I mean, really, all you're at this point kind of getting is. And I understand it's a teaser, so there's very limited amounts of what they can provide you, but you're really just getting a little snippet of what's happening with Ray mm-hmm. and kind of her training and everything with Luke. And then you're getting a little snippet of Kylo Ren and kind of like the downfall that happened there and then like a little bit of scattered kind of battle type right. stuff outside of that, you know, back at Carrie Fisher and the ships and everything like that, attacking the looks like the AT-ATs maybe yeah. or some sort of different version of them. You and call so, them AT-ATs? Some people, I don't know. I, I call them AT-ATs. AT-ATs, I heard Beca- both. Because you don't call an ATs, you know, for the ATSTs. Yeah, the point that I always heard is that it's not like A period, T period. They're spelled A-T-A-T, so it's AT-AT. But so I, then it would be called an ats uh, for yeah, the little ones. I guess, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I We can go. We can have our whole separate podcast just okay. talking about that. Okay, whatever. I call them AT-ATs, I think it's just how you were born, how you're raised. You know, some people are right. And <laughs> you some were ra- wrong. You, you know? were raised yeah. in an AT-AT family. There you go. I was raised in an AT-AT family. That's what's going to divide us. Okay. I know it. I know it. Just I'm kidding. drawing a line right yeah. now. So I, I just didn't really give me anything that. I mean, it was cool in the sense that you're getting to see fil- footage from the film, but the only really snippet of like where they're going with things that kind of like was like really interesting to me. Like you know, okay, that Ray's going to be training with you know. Mark Campbell's character with Luke. I mean, you know that they're going to spend some time together, probably training. You know that there's going to be more fighting. You know that there's going to be, you know, probably some force powers and Kylo Ren's going to make an appearance. And so that's what you saw. The only thing that really added some interest there was like the last bit, the last little line from Luke where he's talking about how it's time for the Jedi to end. Right. And that's like, that was like, whoa, what? That's pretty shocking. And yeah. it's, it's starting to play out now where it looks like what they're pushing towards was what I said earlier, which is that gray Jedi idea. I don't want to spoil things maybe too much for people if they're not familiar with the whole history like you're talking about. But even with this poster, if you look at it, it's got, you know, Ray kind of in the center and you've got Luke and Kylo Ren on opposing sides that are split by this kind of like lightsaber that's part blue, part red. And it very very much makes it look like maybe Ray is going to be because, you know, the the prophetic thing is like the balancing of the force, Mm -hmm. you know, and the balancing of the force might not mean like all the Jedi are dead or might not mean that there's like a specific amount of Jedi. It literally might mean finding the place where the Jedi are like in that gray zone where it's not just light side. It's not just dark side. And that kind of looks like the direction Mm. that they're sort of pushing things at this moment. And there might be a big shocking twist and like surprise. It's not actually it. But I mean, even with the, the poster, you know what I mean? And right, him yeah. talking about the ending of the Jedi that they need to end, you know? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. So what are your thoughts? My take on that is first of all, it's a teaser. So the the first Force Awakens trailer we got was a teaser. Yeah. It was it was only actually like a minute and a half. Yeah. But um the first full length trailer was the one where we got like Chewie were home, you know, that yeah. that thing. We so I'm I'm a feeling we're gonna get that one last I, we're gonna get maybe that wow moment when we get our first trailer Actual probably trailer, yeah. towards the end of the summer. Yeah, the first one the first trailer did wow me, but I would also say that's because we had it had been so long right. since we'd seen any Star Wars stuff right. like that. So you're kind of like oh my gosh, yeah, it's just it's that Star Wars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But so, it was still really cool. Um, my my thought with this is I th- I just think it's a misdirect. I yes, it is kind of a profound thing that that Luke would say that, but I think that happens in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then Ray's like, 
come on, train me. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll train you. <laughs> Is that your then, right voice? Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, come on. Just stop it. Just train stupid. me, you know. Yeah. Kind of okay. like how like Obi-Wan was a little that reluctant. sounds more like how, Kylo Ren being all whiny. Yeah, how Yoda was a little grumpy and reluctant and stuff to train Luke and stuff yeah. like that. So I I think that's the route that's going to go. Okay. I... I liked it. Oh, visually, it's stunning. The cinematography yeah. looked so good, especially really just nice, those yeah. opening shots of Skellig Michael Island yeah. where they're, you know, oh, it's just like, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, the special effects with the stones raising and raising, yeah. like pushing on the rock. And I thought that was really visually stunning. I thought the, the, the sand shot with the different ships kind of flying over the sand was yeah. beautiful. And the one like bounces, it's like, like so somebody asked Ryan Johnson about if we're going to learn more about Ray's parentage. Yeah. And he said, he said it's he said it's going to be addressed in the movie okay and then he was like oh i can't really okay i almost said something i can't say anything else yeah so that's kind of his take on that so the fact that he didn't say yes or no he just yeah. said it's going to be addressed makes me think it can, might be vague still until i'm we still get... fingers crossed episode one immaculate conception i'm hoping the force stop. just stop just... <laughs> stop it <laughs> the no. metachlorians just kind of formed in somebody's womb i think that they will never <laughs> ever mention the term metachlorians again i hope they don't I in don't. the history of star yeah. i don't think if they make 20 more of these they will never say metachlorians ever again they might as a joke but I don't right. think they would. <laughs> what are those things called? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, not important. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I'm pumped. I think it. I think it's going to be really cool. It's yeah. got Ryan Johnson's kind of like stamp and tone. Yeah. And... I would say I'm still as excited for this film because of what I believe it's going to be. But this trailer didn't make me more excited. It kind of just was like, okay, all right, well, that's interesting. You did your thing. Well, I'm like, excited to see something. We got yeah. uh, the Force Awakens teaser a year out. Yeah. And yeah. and we're right now we're nine months away we're from this, close, yeah. so I, I'm just like okay cool we finally got something but now it's going to be ramping up we have Comic Con so I'm anxious to see we, well we have Comic Con it might in drop July. a full trailer at Con so we have Comic Con and then we also sometimes. have uh, D23 yeah um, which I don't know if they'll do anything for that but we'll see um, yeah. If, which, if you don't, D23 is just Disney, Disney's own Disney's thing. Disney's big con. Right, of, so yeah. they own Star Wars and Marvel. They definitely can do their own con. They can, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited for it. Anything else you want to add to it? No, I think that's kind of it. Cool. Well, check it out. There's a bunch of um, cool stuff if you go to, uh, if you just haven't watched a trailer, let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you if you think that Luke is going crazy, if he's <laughs> going to go to the dark side, if you think Ray is a Kenobi, or if you think that Ray is a Skywalker. We don't know these things. What's that kind of But be? we will find out. Uh, hopefully in the next episode or we will at least will be addressed for us in the, a little next, bit. In the next episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you can reach us if you if you don't know how to get a hold of us. The next Star Wars episode, not the next. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> next Star Wars episode. Uh, let us know what you thought about all that stuff at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. You could find us on our website, realreviewmedia.com and then all of our social media, interwebs, interconnected cinematic universes yes. um, at Real Review Media. Yes. Uh, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, all that fun stuff. But that is really all I have for that. Anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Me. Well, it's been real. It's been real.